0: Anyway, I had to go to County Lago, for 30 days, and I got out, and my friends, like any good military friend should do, um, said, you want to like pay rent or get food? No, let's throw a party and invite whores and, and have a gangbang.
1: Hey, welcome back to Forth of the Road, everybody. I'm your host, Punk Rock, and we're here with uh, Tragic and Andar today, and Andar's sick-ass fucking cheese sombrero. What's up with that, man?
0: Speaking of sick, you sound like ass. Like you ate somebody's ass in a cheese sombrero.
1: We literally just went over this. Other folks don't know why you sound. So yeah, yeah. So for those of you that missed the live earlier today, um, I was out on a work trip for for a couple of weeks, and you know, there's a lot of yelling involved. So here we are. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. That's...
0: Well, we. Did, I thought somebody. Somebody was glad that you were back because we didn't record while you were gone. Uh, so they missed the sound guy. They missed the. They missed the technician.
1: Yeah, maybe they, one of us nice. needs. To learn. We tried to. Maybe fix Maybe
0: one of us needs to learn.
1: Drifter tried to fix it. He says, "Hey, Dave, why don't you uh, why don't you try to fucking learn how to how to do this shit? Give you know, I can give you a little fucking rundown, but he wasn't willing to do it. So obviously, you you know, you don't matter as much to him as you do to me. So."
0: Well, why doesn't he do it then?
1: Because, hey, he's like 80 fucking years old.
0: Yeah, but he's like the only one of us that's like an actual engineer type person. It should be on him.
1: He's not an engineer. Bro, like, he fucking kills people for a living. Like, it's not.
0: No, he operates the boats that kill him.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's like, I didn't kill him. The gun did.
2: Like, all right, man. Uh, well, don't look at me because I'm not doing any technical shit.
0: Right? I also, yeah, that's another part. I also don't, I also don't want to.
2: Yeah. So, uh, Dave, what do you think we should uh, talk about today?
0: Well, the reason I said, you know, we were looking at topics and stuff like that, and I said, don't worry about it. We'll just get rolling. Uh, because obviously we're going to talk about the election.
2: No, fuck uh, off. No. Hard
0: no. I will say one thing, that if you are so up in arms or whatever about this election that that you want to unfriend people that you are either called brother or that you've known for a long ass time like you need to check yourself you need to look in the mirror you need to look in the mirror you need to check yourself first because that's ridiculous like if you are good enough to share a patch and call someone brother but then let a something the presidential election change that because you have differing in opinions it's not that it's not the person that voted different from you that's fucked up it's you yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And, you know,
1: people want to people want get – I mean, here we are. No, we're not going to get political first thing off We're rip. not – we're,
0: we're keeping it – we're keeping it
1: Focusing on the MC side of it. Yeah, but, like, that's – you know, that's the thing I think a lot of people get hung up on is strictly just the president, but then the motherfuckers don't want to go out and vote for senators or congressmen or anything like that. So it's – I mean – What's a congressman? Get, get your shit together.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, like you're worried about what the president's going to do, but you don't know who's on the city Council. I mean you're um, you're worried about who the president is, but you don't know how you can support your road captain or your sergeant at arms. Like like you're all worried about this man and that's like you know,
2: you know, I sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you. Um the the thing is is like, dude, especially if you're in a big club, I get like if you're in a small club where you like maybe everybody like has the same opinion, but if you're in a big club that's got multiple chapters across states, Everybody thinks different. Like, everybody's got their own opinions on everything. If you can't, like, get past that somebody has a different opinion from you, like, how the fuck are you ever going to succeed in, like, the club life? It's just impossible. Like, I've got bros that are fucking conservative. i got bros that are fucking incredibly fucking right, left, whatever the fuck. i got a lot of bros right down the middle who don't give two fucks about politics at all, which is probably... Kind of like the origins of most of like bikers' beliefs, like that's kind of mainstream shit. Why is that bleeding over into our culture? You know what I mean?
1: So tragic has bros in different area codes. Got it?
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah man, I feel like. I feel like you know, like so many things. Social media has given a platform to have different different views and, and to announce those views. And for whatever reason, guys are like letting it affect what they do in the club world. And that's, that's, that's fucking crazy to me. Like you can totally, and I'm not saying like, don't be diehard about your, if you want to completely understand politics and you know, you know, you know, the guy that cleans the floors at the electoral college or whatever, like, like that's awesome. But why are you letting it affect something completely separate and, and and your club life? Like, and if you're that worked up about the president and what you think they may or may not do, um, you know, are you are you lobbying for bikers' rights? Are you involved in the motorcycle profiling? Are you attending, you know, something as simple as a bait or helmet laws? You know, like, what are you involved in locally that, if you're that passionate about somebody that's going to live in a White House?
2: Well, that's the thing, dude. That's my. That's what I trip out on. And why? Like, I'm kind of glad it's come and gone. Like, I'm hoping, like, I just don't want to hear any more about it on the fucking, like, you know, social media, TV, anything like that. You know, just daily conversation. Like, it just fucking, like, People are all upset and up in arms and passionate about it, but nobody really is. Like, these aren't people who even fucking know how, like, a lot of, like, the political sciences of shit work, you know, like, how any of it puts together, but you're going to be passionate about it, uh, enough about it to, like, say that you're not going to be bros with this guy, or you're not going to talk to this guy. Like, dog, you don't even know shit about shit, and you're upset about this? Like, just yeah. let it go on.
1: Dude, and for me, like, that's a serious fucking red flag for me, because, like, how... How is it that, like, everything that I've done for you in our our knowing each other from, you know, from then till now, proving myself to you as a brother, if I don't vote the same way you do, you're going to fucking just – everything doesn't fucking matter? And to me, that's extremely fucking selfish, right? Like, that's that's worse. That's almost – to me, selfishness is almost as bad as lying. And if you're going to fucking contribute to the death of my club – then I don't want you to fucking
2: be around for the success of it either. Yeah. No club is gonna survive that kind of division. It needs to be the club first in your politics and shit, way fucking further down the line. No,
0: I just I mean, I, I can understand somebody giving the argument that, you know, you need to be passionate about something or, you know, you're not you don't care because it doesn't involve you, or whatever. I can I can I can hear that argument. Um, but you know, just for me, it still doesn't carry enough weight for it to impact what I do in my club life or with, or with, you know, with the club, like it just, it's, it doesn't, you know, while I have that ability or I, you know, I'm not informed or whatever the case may be like, you, you're not going to make an argument that's going to compel me to be like, yeah, you definitely need to take this more serious than you take your officer elections or getting your goddamn bike up and running. <laughs> right. like it's just, it's not gonna happen.
2: I guess that the kind of like the idea of talking about this kind of stuff kind of segues into one of the things I was going to bring up is uh, because we've been doing a lot of the posts and Mac uh, Black has been doing a lot of the posts of like about, you know, certain officers and clubs and stuff like that, you know, different positions and all that. So the for a conversation I got stuck into recently just because it kind of connected with it, the politics of it. We got into like talking about like officers and shit, dude. This whole thing, like, if you're going to be an officer, it should be absolutely not because you want any sort of power or any sort of fucking influence or anything like that. It should be because you want to serve the club. Like, it should be like what it's supposed to be with fucking real politics civil service.
0: I think, you know, Tragic makes makes a good point. Like, you know, as far as you you know, are you paying as much attention as your responsibilities, you know, there and and talking about, you know, kind of the pressure that puts on and stuff like that. Like, you know, I think that, and I think it's twofold. I think that, you know, if we want to talk about, you know, club, club elections, club officers, stuff like that. I mean, there's the pressure to be the good officer. And then there's the pressure to make sure that you're voting in guys that have the best interest of, of your club um, at heart. And I think, you know, for chapters that are smaller, five, six, seven, eight guys, whatever, you know, that's probably a little bit easier, but you know, when you have, you know, there's some chapters out there that have 20 some guys in it, you know, and I think, you know, nobody's trying to necessarily undermine the club or hurt the club or whatever. But, you know, the fact of the matter is, like, some dudes might be better for the job than others. And that's a decision that when you're voting for officers, you're going to have to make. Uh I don't care, you know, how tight you are with somebody, you came up together, you prospect together, you think he's a great dude, but in your heart of hearts, you know, you know somebody else is better for that job. Uh, you sh- you should make sure that you're going that way cuz that's what's going to the longevity of your club and then the betterment the betterment of your club there you go
2: yeah i can't wrap my brain around people who want to be officers like that's also kind of why i can't wrap my brain around people wanting to be like politics or any of that shit because like the the work that you have to do like y- y- you don't get a paycheck for living in the club right it costs us money to live this lifestyle you don't get any extras it's just more work like and it's a fucking for most guys it's a thankless job. Like nobody ever comes up to you and goes, hey man, you're doing a really good job at this. You know what I mean? Like fucking, yeah. back.
0: you threw a hell of a party. You know, you got every everybody on the road on time.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Right.
1: You know? hey, hey, quit lying. There is no road captain in the history of road captains. They got every motherfucker on the road at like at at the fucking time that they said they
2: were. Well, there's there's never been a sarge who's you know the guys that come up and like. You know what? You're doing a really good job riding our ass and fucking keeping us in line and fucking being, <laughs> like, the, <laughs> being the
0: most hated
1: like, hey, in the club. Like, hey, thanks for punching me in the mouth the other night, man. That was really awesome of you. Yeah, thanks for that. Hey, I know. That fucking up.
0: I know I'm really late on dues, but thanks for bringing it up and reminding me. i That's what I really needed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I didn't have. I didn't have
1: an
2: extreme amount of anxiety about that. We're fine. Yeah, it's it's a like it's a thankless job. Like, which is. That's why I trip out like guys who think that it's uh, like a, a glorified. And I've seen like guys who have written into the club or, or sorry, written into the page um, where they say things like, this officer's doing this and this and that. And how's, you know, should it be like that? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like, why would you want to be in that position? Like, if you have enough guys to just handle them, I'd be like the last person signing up.
1: I think what it is is two types of people. And you brought up one of them they're masochists. They love fucking punishing themselves. Um, But two is the guy that really has, I think guys that that become really great officers. And if your club has a really great officer and he doesn't meet this criteria, just tell me to go get fucked. Like I'm not talking shit on anybody or anything like that. But I believe it's, they don't have a whole lot going on to distract them from exactly what's going on at the club, right? Like they have all that time and energy to focus on Making the club better, and they—that's why they wanted to do it. Was because they feel that in whatever position it was, they can make the club better. And you know, I applaud those guys. And I mean, even more so if you guys got like a badass officer that's like killing at his job, and he's got a family, he's got a fucking full time job, and like he's—he's he's got all that shit going on, and he's a badass officer. Like fucking party on, bro. Like that's some shit I couldn't—I couldn't balance that, and I was just a fucking road captain,
2: dude. It, it. Those officers that can do that, like, those guys have their shit dialed in, like, they're just organized, fucking, like, functioning people, like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, you know, that's not my old fucking, (laughs) that's not my stilo, but fucking, those guys that do that, like, those should be guys that you, you know, look up to and try to aspire to be like those guys. A guy who wants the position for power or thinks that it gives them, like, fucking, you know, authority, like, anybody who's eager to be an officer, like, that should be a red flag.
0: Yeah. But now, like, what about guys, you know, like, like if we switch it around, like, you know, like somebody like, like, you know, let's say Tragic would be good to be an officer. We don't know. Maybe he's not. Maybe he is. Whatever. Let's just say you know that somebody would be good as an officer. They're like, oh, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it. It's thankless. Or, you know, I, I feel like that would set a bad example of guys that only want power. Whatever. Okay. Totally legit arguments that people can make. It's much easier to, to not have that responsibility. But are you doing a disservice to your club if you're a good-ass dude that would excel in that position? And you're like, no, 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 no. No, 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 I'm just going to be, I'm just going to be one of the, the rank and file members, stuff like that. Like, and not, not necessarily the word I'm looking for isn't like a duty to do it, but like, you know, do you have an obligation to step up if people know that you're the best fit for that?
2: Yeah. So like, if you're just being a lazy piece of shit and doesn't want to fucking be an officer because they're just like, fuck that. Like I'm too busy partying and having a good time like there's a there's a self, there's a selfless component to being an officer and so but there's also supposed to be a selfless component to being a good brother right so it should be like you should be my ideal officer that i would look to is someone who's like the qualified but reluctant kind of like you know like they'll fill in because they have to but they don't fill in because they want to
0: yeah i agree with that i like that Hang yeah, on. I
1: could subscribe to that.
2: Yeah, like the reluctant hero in a fucking you know, like in a movie, like <laughs> he doesn't want to get into the shit, but he gets into the ship You know, you know what was that?
0: You know, the cut scene for that is, or you know, there's always like an arc or whatever. It's like you know, you're in the you're, you're finishing off a uh, on an alleged line, and then all of a sudden, you're like, all right, fine, fuck it, I'm I'm ready. Let's go do this. <laughs>
2: yeah. Allegedly. Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. Yeah, we don't. It's okay, if you're yeah. an orc, drugs are gross.
0: Yeah. yeah, and then some kind of like like big organ music plays in the background, and you open the door and you walk out. That's exactly how that goes. Okay. For anybody that's not a part of motorcycle clubs, that's exactly that's what happens every time. Now you know. Yes. <laughs> Somebody's gonna take that serious too.
2: Yeah. Commenter. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, so what's the deal with uh, with tragic bike? You broke it.
2: Oh. Did you fix it? Uh, sorry, <laughs> subject. Yeah, yeah. I'm working on some stuff. I can't really. uh, I'm working on it. I'm working on it.
0: Is that bike gonna be back, or is it down the road?
2: Uh, hopefully, hopefully. Hopefully. Yeah, we'll see how it goes, man. I mean, look, and that's what we talk about. Like, this fucking life is expensive. Like, one, you have to have a bike. Like, you can't not have a bike, right? And it has to be a functioning bike. And a lot of clubs have time periods of which to get that shit taken care of and handled. Nobody ever anticipates a fucking total engine complete kaput on a fucking three-year-old bike. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, it's. You still have I mean- like,
0: warranty and stuff for that?
2: No, dude, Harley Davidson warranties are trash. Those things. What are they fucking...
0: two years or something?
2: Eh, fuck, I don't even know if they're two years. I feel like a year and a half. Like I feel like they timed their shit to break down as soon as that fucking warranty. <laughs> fuck. I, I just bought
0: a new bike. I feel like I should learn the
2: warranty it, is. Uh, If I was you, get the extended warranty if you can. Like, go and fucking re-add it on if you didn't get it.
0: I got fucking... uh, through the uh, the loan people through the, through the yeah. bank and not not through Harley. And
2: the gap insurance and all that shit. Yeah, and not
0: like that, but like you can get like an extended warranty like through your. I didn't know that. Harley, because somebody told me that Harley is is garbage on there, so I don't know. It'll either pay off or, or won't.
2: Yeah, Yeah, See, and
1: it's, and hearing that shit that makes me lean more towards the Challenger because I want to budget for a payment, not a maintenance cycle. You know what I'm saying?
2: Dude, well, if you have if you have Indian dealers out there, you know. Because you know, usually you have to go to an Indian dealer to get it worked on. Like most guys don't, you know. Uh, dude, if I could, I would go with probably the Indian. I think that. I over- think
0: somebody brought that up once too. They're like, you know, if you break down or whatever, you're probably at any time no more than 50 miles from from a Harley dealer. At worst, he's yeah. like, you know, how far away is that Indian dealer going to be? Um, yeah,
1: and that's and that's what fucking scares me, man. So. I and like I was just telling you guys, right? My dad been lying to me since fucking June or July when he bought his fucking bike. You just he-
0: found out? You just found out you're adopted? Yeah, dude. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. He bought this fucking Challenger, and he keeps like every time he talks to me about buying a new bike, shit, and he keeps trying to push me towards the Indian. It's still like, dude, I don't know, man. Like, a they don't have a great track record. Yeah, I know they're doing fucking great this time, but they were doing great the first time too. Like, I don't, I don't know, man. It fucking scares me. And then like you brought up, man, our fucking. You bought a Harley, you're, you're only a few miles away from a Harley dealer at any given point, you know. And all these fucking garage mechanics, you know, they'll probably have spare parts laying around. You know, they'll probably have fucking tools that you need laying around,
2: you know. And all your bros are going to have some sort of experience. Like if something breaks, usually they've kind of gone through either a similar type thing. They know how to like in a pinch, you know. Uh, you know, I've seen brother take a fucking Red Bull can to uh, – Attach a broken exhaust. Got brother's exhaust snapped in the middle.
0: Yeah, and
2: they had had that happen before. and They knew how to use a fucking Red Bull can with some fucking zip ties to fucking you know make the exhaust hole again temporarily. Well, uh, yeah.
0: and if you if you end up going back to California, you know you can always stop by uh, Self Made Performance, which is a great performance shop for all your Harley Davidson <laughs> You know,
1: <what laughs> at in Escondido. Yeah, see, that's George. who I should have took
2: my bike to. They would have. Uh, I wouldn't have been in this problem.
1: Hey man, I'm just saying. I sent you his uh, sent you the website.
2: All right. So anyway, let's not forget. That'd make sure like I let him know we
0: d- give him a shout out. <laughs> uh, yeah. So how is? Did you get up with anybody while you're in Mississippi? Um, uh, there was a uh, there is like a vet club. <laughs> it was like,
1: yeah, I know, right? We we already had that conversation. Um. <laughs> There was actually, it was a, I think they called themselves an association, which I appreciated, but it was just a bunch of old, uh, old retired sub dudes. And I forgot what shirt it was. Wearing. I think it was wearing my V and visionary shirt and guy come up and he's like, Oh, Hey, you ride. Right. I was like, sort of like, who are you? He's just like, Oh fucking what's going on. And I'm like fucking big bubble dick thumper or something like that. Whatever his name was. And we got <laughs> the bullshit. And He's just like, dude, you sound really familiar. Like, if we met, I was like, oh, fuck, here we go. No,
2: I don't think we have a Z-list celebrity you might have heard of my podcast. Wait a yeah. minute,
0: wait a minute. All right, so so for the people that are going to listen to this, you put out, when you I think when you first got there, hit me up if you're trying to have some pork lot beers. Some dudes in some actual clubs hit you up. What, you just didn't respond? No, they didn't fucking come. So, those f- no, I mean, I don't blame them. I'm just playing. They're not fun. Um, <laughs> but, no, there
1: was, a couple, there was a couple dudes that hit me up. Um... And it was just kind of like, oh, you're in Biloxi? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, bro, I love Biloxi. So, yeah, man, I'm right here on the beach at this fucking hotel. He's like, oh, bro, I fucking love being right there. There's so much cool shit right around there. I'm like, oh, yeah, cool. Well, hey, man, like, I'm kind of fucking locked down here. Like, if you want to come parking lot pimp with me, like, let's fucking do it, man. Like, we're just chilling. He's like, oh, yeah, cool. Well... Yeah, well, I would, but you know, the last time I was in Biloxi was like 40 fucking years ago. It's like, all right, cool, man. Fucking that's Brad, rad." Thanks, thanks. appreciate It, draft,
0: it yeah. so so the navy
1: wouldn't let you leave? Uh, no. No, the navy definitely would not let me leave. Uh, you especially you leave Biloxi, up.
0: but like you couldn't go out, you couldn't go out in town and stuff like that. You had to stay like Dude, local.
1: COVID. Dude, we can't fucking like we couldn't go A, we couldn't go anywhere by ourselves. Um and then B we could go out. We could get dinner, and then we had to bring it back to the hotel. Cause they're still all worried, like super fucking weird about COVID and shit. So I just went and I got a bunch of fucking a couple loaves of bread and a bunch of peanut butter and I some like some noodles, and that's that's what I ate for two and a half weeks, three weeks.
2: Did you go to prison? And, and a lot of that.
0: So okay, so if dudes would have came down, you couldn't even have really gone and done anything anyway. So, because you, no, the navy I had you on lockdown, right?
1: I definitely would not have you know not followed the rules. That nobody would have ever found out that I broke. I never would have done that. Yeah, yeah.
0: Now, you're not a rule breaker anyway. do fu- no. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, but, yeah. Yeah. But no, if they would have came to him,
2: he would have hung. He would have totally hung out. They
1: would have. Well, if it hey, if it was fucking. Hey, a fucking old tragic one percenter said, hey, bro, like, I'm up here. I'm, like, 30 miles away. You should come by. I'm fucking.
0: No. GSA no. If, if, the, if the line limit was 20 miles, you'd be like, excuse me, tragic, could you please come to mile marker 19?
1: <laughs> uh, hey, now that you're not in Florida, I can tell you the truth. So.
0: Oh, no. oh here we go. Here, no, this would be good.
1: Nah, no, I'm just playing. No, I just didn't want to fucking go down there, man. It was hot. <laughs> fucking. You live in Florida.
0: I know. <laughs> you well, told me the fucking weather's worse in Mississippi. Yes. What? Uh, at what? How far into it were you when the when the hurricane came through and shut everything down? Uh, like a week. Ah. Oh. Yeah. So you had to like suffer down there for like a week in hurricane weather. Um,
1: dude. So the the week before the hurricane, it was all right. It wasn't bad, dude. It was like eighty, and it was like. Like 80% humidity. It wasn't horrible. And then the hurricane came through and it was like that morning it was like 80 degrees. And then the hurricane hit and it just dropped to like 50. Like while you're smoking a cigarette, that fucking cold front came through and it's just like, oh Jesus fucking Christ. fuck this dude, and we fucking all but
2: Did you did you
1: ride to Mississippi? No, we had to we had to take government vehicles. Oh, that's lame. Yeah, it was super gay, dude. But we passed a bunch of uh passed a bunch of dudes that like to ride outlaw you know what i'm saying
2: <laughs> oh, one handed yeah man oh man yeah was hey, just... i was looking
0: at i was looking at the at the page and stuff like that and looking at the stuff that people put on there um did you, did drifter try to uh soft flex on us with this uh I am a biker, but I also hold a master's degree in foreign relations from a prestigious university. Uh, Is that a soft
2: soft flex? There was no soft anything about that. It was basically like, dude, I'm better than the rest of you. (laughs) I'm smarter, I'm more dangerous, I'm more charismatic. They call me night moves. Like...
0: Also I personally after after hanging out with him, I feel personally attacked in the I am a biker and I drink moderately and choose not to do drugs. I feel attacked. Uh, yeah.
2: <laughs> judged a bit.
0: <laughs> a lot of bit. Didn't
2: yeah. you say that you can't you can't drink with him ever again because it's it's basically next level?
0: Me? No, 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 but but the people that he hangs out with yes. are next level.
2: Yeah, because didn't you get like lost in a bar?
0: <laughs> no, but I'm like, like literally, there's been times like not to throw his business or his people out there, so I'll, I'll keep it vague. But there's been times where like literally, I'm like, all right, I'm going home at nine o'clock, and it's very early the next morning, and and I am still out for some ungodly reason, and I can't figure out why. And Drifter has somehow drifted away. He just <laughs> left the scene. He is nowhere to be found, and you're just in a world of your own misery.
2: Yeah, because I remember that message you sent to us. You're like, I'm in a bar and I can't leave. And then Drifter out of nowhere tries is like, leave it already. And I was like, isn't he there with him? Like, fucking.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, he finds a way to like magically like roll out all smooth and like go home at a normal hour. Yeah,
2: you know, I think he's, if... well, he's the most responsible one out of probably everybody on the page. So him and if, him and Professor would
1: have been on his bike. Um, I think I think he would have left me at the bar with the booze fighters we were with.
2: Oh, God. I can only imagine how that would have gone for you.
1: Oh, dude, it's fucking a blasty blast. I had yeah. a fucking great time.
2: Yeah. And maybe we should talk about the uh, the movie we're considering making. Or, sorry, the documentary. Documentary, yes. It's documentary. Well,
0: uh, first, you know, Cat needs to be able to ride more than 50 miles at a time. <laughs> hey, man, hey. Hey,
1: you're gonna give me shit about that. How long before you drop this bike too?
0: That oh. was a sandy rut, and I'm fine with that because I went 1,300 miles to drop it.
1: Oh, that's cool. That's cool. So you're yeah. saying you you made it fine 1,300 miles, but the second shit gets a little weird, you're you're just done. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> that's yeah. cool, man. I mean, hey,
1: dude, if you like keeping your bike in a straight line and fucking not really leaning into shit, that's cool, man. You can have that.
0: Oh shit. Uh leaning into what it was a dirt sand road there was no curves there was no twisties but you did some really nice like back and forth these for five miles and then parked it so that was cool
2: yeah yeah, yeah. i did that you didn't, you didn't lean into the rut
0: so i tried to i over and then i like leaned too much and then i overcorrected it, and then i went down
1: the only reason i brought that up is because i listened to that last night <laughs> that's yeah. that's it there's I, I wish
0: yeah. I, I I've never used a GoPro, but I wish I had one because I came down like right on my face, <laughs> like, like right <laughs> in the sand, just right. Boop, and then I, I popped right back up, and the bike, you know, and pushed the bike right back up. But yeah, right down on my face.
1: Boop, dude. Boop. What I saw in the rear view was you made it look graceful as fuck. You, it's you made off, it like, Motion. Yeah, yeah it the
0: fun. only time I probably ever regretted not having a GoPro is for, like it's for that because it was boop right on my face. <laughs>
2: dude, yeah. dude you remember when your kids you would uh go to your friend's house you pull up on your bike and you just jump off of it like while it was still going just let it fucking crash
1: yeah right <laughs> like you were like you were uh, fucking all of the big dick energy that's yeah. what i was
0: doing when i was when i was selling the bike i just coasted it into into ken's garage
2: <laughs> so do you is the the old bike gone now that you have the new uh Glide?
0: yeah 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 i don't know what they did with it uh Traded it in. I felt bad. Like I could see, like their 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 um, service writer like going out there and like looking at it to see like maybe like what it needed. And I was like, "You poor son of a bitch." <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: uh, man, it's gonna it's gonna need a little more than oil and tires, player, right? Right? <laughs> yeah. That's so
2: maybe, maybe we should get some of the uh, the listener and readers uh, input on that uh, documentary on what they would want to see on it instead of uh, basically us winging it, and not knowing what the fuck we're doing.
0: We have nine months. Uh, we have nine months to wing it, but nobody knows what you're talking about anyway. But so well, that's what so I'm
2: what saying. I can explain it.
0: Yes. Well, so bring it what I'm talking hey. about is that Drifter and I, and possibly Ken, uh,
2: <laughs> with the <sting. laughs>
0: Well, because you know he's got he's got military requirements or duties or whatever.
1: Right, right. Yeah. Nice, nice save, motherfucker.
0: Uh, so what we <laughs> want to do. Jim is going to be on the road next year, probably around Labor Day. Um, and what we want to do is meet up somewhere like, let's say, just spitball in here in Middle America, whether that's St. Louis, Kansas City, Tulsa, whatever, and then and then go west. And, and part of going west, like, you know, and, and I say Tulsa and stuff like that, is because you can hook up with, like, uh, Route 66 really easy. So, like, stealing some ideas from the uh, – the two life guys and stuff like that. But just seeing I've never seen Route Sixty Six. Uh, somebody I think it was Tragic or you was talking about stuff to see in like New Mexico New Mexico, period. Um I've kind of been everywhere on the East Coast, west um, down south and stuff like that, but never never really took on the west coast and, and so I'm, I'm looking forward to that and hopefully you guys can uh hopefully uh can can come drifter can come obviously you know the end point would be like you know stopping and seeing professor and then obviously stopping and seeing tragic and hopefully tragic will come out for some of it but i've been looking like so i'm a map nerd so i've been like looking at like how i could like dip down through parts of route 66 and like i sent a map to the guys yesterday that's basically like, <laughs> it looks like a hand motion when you're jerking off like it's doo, like up down up down out of all the stuff that i want to see and and takes an incredibly like i think it took like just if you were to do it all in one shot would it say two days and like 17 <laughs> hours yeah. or something it was it was a little ridiculous i'll have to trim some of it up but you know i'm like well how can i see the grand canyon uh how can i see monument valley how can i go through colorado utah how can i see texas how can i go you know i want to be on you to cut some of them
2: out. Yeah.
0: What's the corner in Arizona? The song. Winslow. There you go. I want to oh, know, yeah. or I want to be in. Um,
2: well, that's close, be to, in, that's close to close the Grand Canyon and all that.
0: It is. Uh, or I want to be in. Uh, I want to be in Amarillo by morning. There you go.
2: Oh,
0: oh, oh! Yeah. <laughs> there it is. So, yeah. So I'm like, well, and then I've like, you know, for me, like, obviously, like, you know, whatever it is today, seventy years later, but I sort of like to go through like you know, the desert and and you know, we talked about like maybe even camping a night in Death Valley or something like that. Or I want to, you know, for me, like, you know, the where it all started, like Burdu going there and like seeing the desert and like going yeah, to I mean, Southgate, right Firestone, here. all these we are
1: not camping in Death Valley. Well you'll it, fly you're gonna fly in LA, right? You're gonna fly We're not fucking camping <laughs> in Death well,
2: Valley. I told you I'd meet, meet you guys out in Death Valley, but we'd have the time where the meet was in the nighttime.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and then like, people, like, like, dude, there's scorpions and shit out there. I don't like bugs. All right, that shit's gross. They fucking kill hey, hey,
2: hey. bugs, dude. You know how fucking hot it gets in there.
1: Hey, there dude.
0: won't be there won't That's be any added shit. I'm worried about the goddamn scorpions.
2: Well, well you're so on a bike. So do it don't again. Pussy. There, um,
0: <laughs> there won't be any. There won't be any scorpions at LAX. Okay, I promise.
2: <laughs> wow. Uh,
1: all
0: right. There we go.
2: But, yeah, well, so maybe some of the, the readers uh, and listeners know places that would be, you know, well, for you to go through. Like, this well, is, I think part of this that is too the part is... of New Mexico you should go through that would be the the not flat, shitty, fuck all part of New Mexico. <laughs> you know I mean? like,
0: <laughs> and part of it, too, is, like, you know, like, you know, you want to go and see um, Southgate. I'm sure that a place like Southgate looks nothing like it did when there was racetracks there in the 40s. No, I've okay. never been. I've never been to L.A. I've never been to Southgate. I've never been to Riverside or anything like that. But I'm guessing it's changed. I but I still like like even a tap a city limit sign for it and say that I've been to kind of where some of this stuff was born from would be cool to me. But well, Drifter and I and, and, and Ken and and if, you know, if have just going to meet us somewhere or at least maybe with some of his his brothers. We want to sit down and we want to talk with people like with whatever you will share with us. Not about your latest stabbing or, or or where to get the best whatever. Unless it's the <laughs> that that we'll talk about, but you know, like hey, hey, hey. I want no, to know what about that's so the the,
2: about. the positive side of the yeah of a, you know because all the documentaries that are out there try to focus on like how dangerous and crazy it is. Like this isn't something that that it, just showing the real dudes. I think is what what we're trying to get across and. and the positive factor is that for us on the show, we've got dudes who are from all different clubs, all different backgrounds, um, and we get along, you know, I get along with you guys the same way I get along with my, you know, my club brothers. Um, so it, it's cool to show that that cross. You know what I mean? I don't know how to fucking articulate it. I'm not fucking.
0: No, Your you're spot, and I think, you know, like like you said, like you know the documentaries or the stuff like that the movies that only what was that one movie where it was just about like prison sex and murdering people
2: Oh, that australian <laughs> one yeah, a yeah, yeah. club and then he's raping a dude like what the fuck
0: <laughs> or you know <laughs> you,
1: hey, you man, have, the guy I can prospect Like,
0: you have um you have uh you know a, a website like insane throttle where they make money uh, by talking about the latest drama that went down like i don't Yes, that happens, but I don't care about that per se. Like I'm not interested in 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 why you two got into a fight. I want to know what made you want to be a part of a motorcycle club. What got you to love motorcycles? What what do you love about riding, you know, handlebar to handlebar with your bros? What what was your favorite thing to work on? You know, that kind of stuff. Like what was your favorite story about that time you broke down or something like that? Like that's the stuff that we want to drifter, you know, drifter and I would love to be able to to I guess preserve? I don't know. Like you look at at books, like you look at like Danny Loins, or you look at at, at Flash 1%, or you look at um um, you know, I know it's gonna get some shit or whatever, but like the outlaw archive guy, like the 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 old like eight millimeter footage or fugal like Fugle files more, they have those old eight millimeter video footages that they're able to show 60 years later of what guys were doing. And it's it's nobody stabbing nobody, it's nobody arguing over B for this or that. Yeah. It's just like them talking about how much fun they had.
2: I think it's it. I like the idea of the more human element. Like the stuff we're talking about is probably the reason there's no movies or documentaries made about this stuff is probably because it's it's the boring, everyday, mundane kind of shit. Oh yeah,
0: nobody but us would pay. Nobody but but club. It guys would, be would be a
2: very small small niche, but it would be good to to show that other side. You know what I mean? Like sitting down with you know different guys in different cities and just fucking shooting the shit and being like. This is what the biker community is made of. This is what the club scene. These are the kind of guys that you're made of. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. So I think as it gets closer to to that fall period, um, you know, we'll start kind of like advertising it more that we're coming through and and letting in you know what our routes are looking like and stuff like that, so that people that do follow or listen or whatever that are on those areas and they're willing. Like we're not like you know whoever's willing to talk about whatever you're willing to talk about. Like we'll sit down and 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 talk about that, but we want to be able to write it or record it or, or whatever. we want you to be able to say, you know, this is something that this is your time capsule that people are going to see 60 years from now about what we were doing. The good stuff.
2: Yeah, absolutely. I mean the in the whole idea of like just getting some footage of guys riding. Like you know what I mean? Like that's that in itself is awesome. For you guys who've never fucking ridden out this way, like seeing countryside that you've never seen, you know, when you're writing through it.
0: Yeah, and like I've you know, and then I seen like my my return route would take me up through like maybe like, you know, um, Utah, or Colorado, like uh, maybe even like going to Montana or Wyoming, something like that, and then and then come come east uh, home, and you know that's something I've never done by myself. Like you know, you can go through the mountains of like you know Georgia or, or you go to Virginia, or West Virginia, or something like that, and you deal with some mountains and some switchbacks and and stuff like that. But I've never come through the Rockies.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> You know, I mean, can I do it? Yeah, probably. But it's still like, you know, you're out there on your – like the element of being out there on your own traversing these roads you've never been on before. And you're like, oh, OK. I'm 13,000 feet up now.
2: Yeah. You guys going to uh, do it old school where you, like, uh, don't stay in hotels. You, like, camp out on, like, fucking rest stops and shit.
0: Fuck no. <laughs> oh, <No. laughs> I'm, I'm – I'm make entirely too much money to sleep on the ground, OK? <laughs> Dude,
2: Dude, I've always wanted to that. do it, Think about it. And I'm like – yeah, it sounds romantic and awesome and fucking like you know getting in touch with the old ways, but at the same time, I'm like, where am I going to plug my CPAP into? <laughs> <laughs> Not
0: like that, look, look, they did it. They did in the, Dave, did it in the
1: old days. It. Dave's been on a field exercise. Dave's been deployed. I ain't trying to live that way if I don't have to.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and you know, people talk about well, in the old days they did this. That's because in the old days they wouldn't, they either couldn't afford a room or they wouldn't rent you one.
2: They Today,
0: to. if I'm splitting it, if I'm splitting it with three guys, they're gonna rent me a room
2: yeah yeah you're not there's no uh no bikers allowed motels anymore
0: mm-hmm. and right now i can get like a motel eight for motel eight uh super eight or whatever for like 60 bucks you split that three ways like you want to sleep outside or do you want to spend 20 bucks and sleep in this room like i'm going in the
2: room All I'm well, how are you going to split bucks? it three ways it's just going to be you and drifter
1: Oh! <laughs> hey thanks for coming back to the show everybody this is Rock Rock. we're signing off here fuck you guys uh,
2: but you know what I'm surprised is that with all the long distance writing that you've done that you've never ridden out this direction
0: Well, I think to save money, I've usually tried to go places that either I already know people or that I have um, club connections. And so for like for me, that's easier to do down south or or out east or something like that. Um, Plus, they're a little bit easier to get to. And and what I mean, like distance wise, not riding, but like like distance wise, it's 1300 miles to get to, um, you know, to get into Florida or, you know, it's a thousand miles to get to, you know, like I think it's like a thousand miles. It's like New York or something like that that's that's a day ride uh looking at at trying to make you know Ventura California that's I think you know it's like 2,000 miles 2,200 miles
2: yeah uh, Yeah, well you're close to the east coast for sure
0: yeah and and you know really it changes a little bit but there's only like maybe one or two terrain changes that you're going to go through. So you can plan for that. Uh, you're trying to ride to California. I might be in, in mountains. I might be in desert. Then I might be in forest. Like there's just all this different shit that you have to consider. No, no, like, no, plan. For us. <laughs> no We're not,
1: we're not going to be that far North, bro. <laughs> so,
2: you know, what you can look forward to is the uh, not extreme weather changes. You're not going to go from like 90 something, you know, with a hundred percent humidity to 35 degrees or whatever the fuck it was. That one time you did that.
0: I just hope it doesn't rain. Like, I'm gonna go like, is this a desert? Yeah, I'm going. We're gonna go to the desert. <laughs>
2: hey, that's where I got caught in hail was in the desert. So uh,
1: Yeah, man. Yeah, everybody thinks that the fucking desert's all nice and dope, dude. No, it is not. No. I went um I don't know. Do you do you ride the eight at all, Tragic? The Eight? Yeah.
2: Down in uh
1: Like San Diego to uh I guess yeah, 10 at you at, at uh Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, I've I've done that before. So like when you come out of the mountains, like going towards Arizona. Yeah, you get into the high desert. Fucking sick sandstorm, bro, when I was on my Dyna. Like, no bullshit like this the entire way to fucking Yuma. Yeah. Just mad. And everybody's like, oh, I bet that was a beautiful ride. Like, yeah, bro, it was flat, it was straight, and I went that way for 600
0: fucking miles. Dude, that like um when i was coming through like georgia and and hitting those hurricane rains it's just that wind is just nothing like people and i like sturgis i like riding south dakota if you get a chance if you've never done it before you should go at least once and if you've never if you've already been to sturgis then you don't have to go again but still riding south dakota is fun but people talk about like you know coming through the badlands and those open prairies and, and the wind was nothing like i got coming through georgia and i remember like my wife and i we flew into into vegas um, and then, like, we did, like, um, Mount Charleston in Vegas. We did um, Mount Whitney and, and Lone Pine and stuff like that. But we also went through Death Valley. And and one of the first places we stopped is, like, Death Valley Junction or something like that. Is that. like the town right before you get into the park or something. <laughs> that wind was so intense. I was like, I can't even imagine coming through here on a motorcycle. Like, you would. You would just be, like, just well, sideways.
2: Well, I've done that. And when you pass a car, that gets fucking sketchy because you're leaning into the wind and then you pass the car, and that wind stops, and you almost eat shit into that car immediately. Uh, yeah. Or, yeah.
1: or you pass them, like, if the wind's that way. Yeah, wind's going that way. If you're moving fast enough, you just kind of, like, it'll push you off a little bit because you got that extra runoff of the car. It'll yeah. push you off a little bit, and then you just fucking, like, run right off the other end of the fucking road.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking maybe We'll do, like, a uh, stop in somewhere like a Joshua Tree or something like that down there in the... uh which is, you know, way better looking than Death Valley. Death Valley is—I don't know what your obsession with the hottest place on the planet, but I'm fucking, you, I,
0: mean, it was, I totally, I totally agree with tragic man. No, I'm telling you, and I understand. Like we drove through it, we have air, we had air conditioning, and it was—I think when we came out there, um, it was February, so a cold month so so i everything was everything was perfect and ideal to go through it but there's just something about that and i'm not trying to like romanticize fucking charles manson or anything like that but when you think like that when i think about that era and like them like hiding out in death valley or there's a um there's a, a documentary about like these lost people that just like they set up this community in death valley and then i think about like like what we saw like hiking through death valley or walking through it i'm just like dude it's it's got me. I'm like, this is so cool. Like, it's just empty and all this space and nobody around and nobody gives a shit, like what you're doing. Like, there's nobody to bother you.
1: Yeah, no, this, there's, there's a lot of places like that out here. And fucking psychedelics, bro.
2: Yeah, there's there's a lot of places like that out here that that aren't as hot. I mean, they're still hot. They're not like <laughs> fucking like. If you park, yeah, bro.
1: Hey, hey, we'll fucking hey. Let's let's just. Uh, when we hit, like, Arizona, New Mexico, let's just go the south route, go hit the eight, but we'll stop off in fucking Ocotillo and Glamis, and then you can fucking have your goddamn, like, your, your vision are quest you, right there. flying into Albuquerque,
0: then?
2: You're a <laughs> fucking con, <fine>, dude. <laughs> we gotta take it to TJ.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, I, what, never... I can't.
1: Because of, because of stuff, I can't go to TJ.
0: Drifter's just... probably got kids. Yeah.
1: You sure you got kids? Oh, no, him. no, no. That's farther south. He was like drug interdiction. So he'll, he that's farther south. He'll be all yeah. right.
2: Yeah, but anyways, I think it would be awesome to do that. Um, it doesn't have to be like a fucking feature length fucking documentary. No. Right? It's even no. it do that good. I mean, the guys that listen to us, you know, for God, whatever reason, they listen to us. It would just be kind of like this, but with like sort of like some footage.
0: Yeah,
2: in, like in, other, in,
0: some in other if people talk a- to Jimmy. And even if there wasn't footage, I mean, you know, fine. You don't want your face on camera. I totally understand that. Um, even if we wrote it, wrote it down. Even if we voice recorded it, like that, like a podcast or something like that, and then just shared different podcasts or something like that. Like, like it's not like, hey, man, you have to sign this release waiver to be in this film because we're gonna use your face. Like, whatever you're comfortable sharing, that's what we want to capture. I don't care if you just want to give us an old party flyer that you have from the 70s like if that's something that you want preserved for for other people to see you can you think is is shareable for public consumption and portrays a positive light for clubs that's the goal
2: yeah Uh, so if you want to give me a great box that you shined up
0: i will take it
1: you know it's funny we're gonna take like a two-week trip for like a 45 minute video
2: (laughs) well you know everybody knows that i keep my you know not because i'm a uh Afraid to like show who I am, you know, I admit, you know, who I am and, and where I'm from or whatever. I do it because of work, uh, because I'm 100% certain that I would get fired if I, if they ever, you know, knew about my club affiliation. But something like that, they would portray, um uh, you know, the MC light in that, that kind of real positive way. Like that would be one that I wouldn't, you know, need to hide my face for. Like if I got fired over something like that, I'd be like, eh, I could find another job.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah, well, least- I, I kind of plan like if we're gonna do that, you know, like if I'm on my laptop or something like that, recording. Like, I kind of figured like if if we're interviewing, because I I think a lot of one percenters are in that boat where they're kind of worried about where you know they're 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 worried about their income, and it's completely understandable and respectable, you know. So like just just in case if anybody's thinking, you know, like oh man, I'd kind of like to do that, you know. Yeah, there's contingencies in place. We could just fucking angle the fucking camera towards us, and you know, like it just be me and Dave and Drifter and.
2: It's a voluntary. Contribute what you want. That's it.
0: I'm gonna I'm gonna get a cutout. I'm gonna get a cardboard cut. You know how, like the the sports arenas have been having cardboard fans. I'm gonna get <laughs> one like every famous undercover cop, and like just hold it up. And like, <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have like Jay Dobbins. We'll have Billy Queen. We'll have um Charles uh, uh, Fat. We'll have all of them. We'll just, just, all the faces. You can hold them up.
2: You just cut out the eyes, and it will speak through that. <laughs> oh Jesus.
1: Oh man, that.
0: Oh God. yeah, so that's something we're looking at doing. Um, I think too coming up, we're gonna try and get, um, who's the one of the Instagram accounts that we like is uh, somebody that I guess what he's, he's close with with your with your brothers with your nation tragic and he does. Uh, we've shared some of his work before. He does like what photography for a living or is it like a hobby that he has or? Yeah,
2: my understanding is he does that as as his um you know it's his, his main thing. He does really, really like um. I don't even know how to describe it like you know portraits I guess would be you know they're they're he's a photographer he takes pictures really depicting kind of I don't want to say street life uh from Los Angeles but the the culture of of kind of southern california a lot of it central focused around my club a lot of it focused around um guys who you know kind of live you know in in different countercultures or whatever And um, I think
0: I think you know he's he's done some pictures before of um s1 and and some other um you know s1 who's on the podcast and and some of his brothers so he's not like maybe one club affiliated but like he does some awesome some awesome work and i think you know he portrays kind of like what what we want to go for like he portrays like the real life but like the human side of what somebody might call scary or 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 whatever like and he takes a camera to it and like i don't he shows it he makes it Different. I don't know. That makes sense, but yeah. But it's
2: a cool account. It's it's a. I would say it's like a snapshot into the life. If you're not, you know, it's it, it very. It's a. All the photographs are very like. He somehow captures like the very human element of of these guys. You know, from multiple clubs he's done. Um, and so yeah, I, I talked to him and asked him about coming on because I'd like to see what it is from that perspective of kind of looking in, you know, on the, the lifestyle, you know what I mean? I think that if you're a photographer, you have a kind of certain eye, you know what I mean?
0: Yeah. And, and I guess, you know, we've been talking about too, we'll have to put a tag or whatever when we post this um, for his IG account. See anybody that wants to uh, can, can check it out, but we'll make sure to tag it and stuff like that. So you can check them out. But yeah, we're excited to hopefully get him on here in the next uh, week or two or whatever the schedules mash up
2: yeah yeah it's it's los angeles deftone is the, the ig account i don't know if it's a public one or not but he's done like art shows where he's d- you know done displays um you know it's it's good shit man and if you're in a in the area uh, of southern california you know in a club you definitely want him to shoot your club
0: fuck yeah 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 he does some some awesome work so that's what we got coming up um anybody else got anything for for tonight yet Nope, there's that for you guys. What am I
2: looking at? I can't see is it.
0: Who <laughs> Dude, who? Sh- uh, somebody shared a chick today that's got um a bra and that has her OnlyFans account on it. I'm like, yeah, that Good.
2: was to me. Yeah,
0: that, that's ingenious. That is that is inc- I mean, whatever. That's her hustle. But I was like, here it is, like with a bra with her OnlyFans account yeah. information on it. That's
2: kind of why I picked that because I saw that and I was like. That's kind of fucking funny, dude. With everybody that's, uh, dude, every chick has an OnlyFans now. Fucking your local fucking pole dancer has an OnlyFans. And everybody's your neighbor has an OnlyFans now.
0: Yeah, don't have an OnlyFans and try to tell me you're not a whore. All right. (laughs) Hey Melissa. (laughs) Hey bitch, you got an OnlyFans?
2: (laughs) that's
0: crazy the amount of money they make on that but yeah so that's so are
2: we we're also getting um is it sunday we're gonna well no no i don't want to jinx it because it's fallen through so many times
1: yeah yeah yeah. it's already it's already out there it's already on instagram so sunday allegedly supposedly if the planets align we'll get trash one percenter on here talking about biker's rights and uh stuff
0: and I think he's actually been riding, I think, since since uh, Bill Davidson invented uh, the motorcycle, right? Um, yeah, I actually think he was
1: part of the development there. <laughs>
0: did trash is awesome um trash one percenter has been riding for a long long time has some great road stories which is what kind of first initially made me want him uh uh, to come on the show because he's just kind of that gray beard that's been if there's a city or a town he's probably ridden through it or slept there got drunk there
2: (laughs) you know whatever the whatever the case may be
0: He's he's awesome he's definitely lived those miles and then like 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 Punk Rock said, he's involved heavily now in uh, motorcycle rights, um, coalition of clubs, things like that. So excited to have him on.
2: Yeah, yeah. we were talking about it for, man, a minute now. It's been yeah. like pretty much since we started doing this, I think. That was like one of the early... Uh...
1: Yeah, I think we were trying to get him for the Bikers Rights show that we had with uh, Spike and Double D and Professor.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: The and then the I guess
0: uh, tragic and myself, we're gonna go out and tonight we have club stuff to do. And then I guess why Ken will just be at home. <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> you know yep. the best part um, for the, and, and most people don't know, but every once in a while we like to to give him some shit. And every the best once in a while is. Is he has to resist the shit giving because if he gives in and like joins some whack ass club, we'll go even harder on him. So it's like I'm you not, have to just be you have no, to just
1: I, take it until you find. I'm not gonna join some whack ass club.
0: You have to just take it until you find that perfect home and just put up with it until then.
1: You, honestly, like I don't even I'll talk I'll talk about it offline.
0: I don't want to put that shit out there. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I gotta go. I'll see you boys later. All right,
1: hey, so while he's signing off, we just want to say thank you for all the love and support that you give us, guys. Uh, it really does mean a lot, you know, like I uh, posted about having that thank you letter sent to me. Um, and that was just, it was sent to me, but it was for the crew. Um, you know, we, we do take this seriously. We take this as a personal mission to uh, preserve and, and educate uh, the MC culture and MC history. Um, and we just appreciate your guys' appreciation, you know, if that makes sense. Um, but I'm not going to get all fucking sentimental on you on a fucking Friday night when I'm trying to get fucking lit. So thank you guys so much for your love and support and we'll catch you later.